despised by so many. My family, my friends, hell, even people in public. I'm a bitch, okay? Everyone knows that. So getting my face shoved in chocolate cake every April Fool's Day, hence my birthday, is something that's always expected. Getting pushed into the pool in the backyard, that is very much expected. Being grounded for not watching my 11-year-old brat of a sister, that's expected. But what isn't expected is having my entire family try to kill me on my birthday. The roads. The long, hard roads, if I may. Everything to me is shallow. My soul is shallow. My heart is shallow. Each and every single path I take is shallow. I'm always missing out at school. I do not do my best with homework. I do not have chores to do. <laughs> I don't take out the trash, but I do scrub the toilets and the hard, crisp wooden floors. Also, I wash and feed my dog Rooney. He's a white mutt with black spots spread it out everywhere across his body. He overexcites himself every time I come home from school. I was never a dog person, but I guess I've become so used to having him around. Everything is always the same. Always locked up in my room, nothing to do, nobody to talk to. I'm all alone, which in a way helps me connect with my dog. This must be exactly how it is for him. When my mother isn't working, she's usually sleeping, as of now exactly. I use this time of the day to go walking down the roads. Rooney always follows me. I guess the more company, the merrier. Anastasia, hey! Josephine Amelia May. She's a girl who lives in a two-story house down in the woods. This is my first time seeing her out here. Rooney barks at her as she comes running out of her long driveway. How do you know my name? She smiles softly as she tilts her head. You're Anastasia Muriel Warren. I sit in the back of the class. I notice you don't talk at all. Neither do I, but... I decided to keep walking and ignore her. I don't like people, especially her. I don't have to know her to not like her. Wow, so you're just going to ignore me, huh? I keep walking ahead and pretending she's not here. Fine, bitch. Nobody, no one... No wonder nobody talks to your stink ass. You probably smell it. She doesn't finish her sentence. She stutters a whole lot. Probably so. I don't hear her footsteps. I don't hear her footsteps trail off behind me, or anywhere for that matter. It's silent. So as curious as I am, I turn around. Rooney stops and looks as well. He begins to whimper and whine as he cowers behind me. I walk forward again. My dog, Rooney, whimpers and whines relentlessly from behind. I turn my head around as I brush my neck-length blonde hair out of my face, trying to calm him down and put him at ease. The wind blows heavily from a distance, whistling through my ears, the trees spinning backwards at such a fast pace. I decide to keep walking down. Josephine is probably fine, who knows? She probably just walked down her driveway or gone off into the woods. As for the storm, it's never severe around here, even as the news reporters perceive it to be. As I continue to walk down the roads, my dog stops moving and stares off into the forest. Rooney? Rooney, come on, boy. He doesn't move at all. He just sits there watching. The wind blows by in the distance, whistling from a mile away. Rooney! 
Come on. I take a step forward, crouching down slowly beside him on the side of the road, hoping to catch a glimpse of what he's looking at. Whistling. I hear it. A whole lot more clearly now. It's going into my right ear. I feel the sensation of someone's hand grabbing my shoulder. Soon the whistling stops. All I can hear is breathing. Rooney is barking and growling repeatedly. The sound of a large kitchen knife rings from behind me, slashing to my back in effect. I scream as I try to stand up, but someone grabs me from the back of my hair and shoves my face into a puddle. I somehow, to, I somehow manage to elbow the stranger in his face, pulling myself out of the puddle and pointing out into the woods, yelling to my dog to run, hoping he understands what I mean by pointing exactly at the forest. But he doesn't listen. He bites the stranger in his foot, and quickly the man slashes him in his back. Rooney falls back, crying and screaming, splashing onto the puddle. Don't ever touch him again. I throw myself onto the stranger. The both of us fall to the road. I use both of my hands, grabbing his slit. I use both my hands, grabbing his head, slamming it into the pavement of the road. This mysterious stranger appears to be wearing a black face mask with a long, hooded black trench coat. He seems to be the definition of true horror and darkness in my eyes. He slashes my left shoulder and throws me down into my dog's way, causing him to cry and run off into the woods. The man stands up, tilting his head, lifting his knife as he walks forward. The sound of lightning strikes as the thunder roars ever so slightly above the dark, gray-clouded sky. I run down into the woods along with my dog. We don't stop running. I keep stuttering and falling into pain as I try and try and try to explain the story to the authorities so many times, but they just don't believe me. I try not to stutter. I try to say it as calmly as I do, but I just can't. We don't stop running. Leaves and branches everywhere as we try to escape the deranged man. Help! Somebody! Lightning strikes once again, causing a tree to bend so far back and breaks in half, falling towards our way. I grab my dog as we fall into a creek, scraping my right elbow against a huge rock as we fall in. Rooney cries and whines as he licks my face over and over again. I grab him and I hold on to him as hard as I can. It's alright, baby. The whistling begins yet again as it appears to be very much so clear this time. I stand up in the creek, climbing up to the other side of the woods, pushing my dog up the ground first. Water splashes into my feet, causing me to fall. No! I grab onto the prickly thorns and I pull myself up, crawling through the met wet grass. Again, I stutter. I stutter as I try to explain the story to the authorities once again. I pull myself up, crawling through the muddy wet grass above. Rooney barks again, watching on the other side of the creek. The stranger is standing there with his kitchen knife down below his side. Watching my dog and I, it's as if he's a scientist experimenting his subjects. Thunder roars terribly loud in the sky as the landscape pours rain down aggressively onto us. Nothing is affecting the mysterious man. He just appears to be watching us as he stands still, holding the large kitchen knife as firmly as possible. What do you want, you son of a bitch? He tilts his head again, slowly staring at us from, abo from above. Rooney continues to cry and bark as he cowers behind me. Are you deaf? What do you want? 
He just keeps watching, doesn't move a muscle, or even at all for that matter. Lightning stripes find times in a row, going down from one tall petrified tree to another. Rooney cries and I scream, both in effect. The man still stands and watches, hoping for the best. I stand up and run. My dog follows from behind, crying and whimpering. Every time I run and go down another trail or path in these woods, thunder roars terribly loud and again in the dark, clouded sky, running through the bushes and stepping into mud puddles, doing anything or everything, whatever it takes to survive. From a few feet away, I spot a house behind lar a large gate. I wave my hands up as I run with my dog straight ahead. We just want to leave.